to Authentic Expressions podcast series, which is a series of podcasts focused on inspiring people to align their relationship with their inner self and the world, their authenticity. And given International Women's Day was on Monday, and to me it's a day for us, all of us, to celebrate the social, political, cultural and economic achievements of women across all, all geographies throughout the world. And to me personally, it's a day to reflect on all women who have come into my life and the value to me that they have given. Today, I have two wonderful guests in Ashu Kana and Paranita Mayra. First, Ashu, she is the founder and CEO of ARCA Leadership, a federation of seasoned coaches and leadership experts who offer individual coaching and customised solutions to develop authentic leaders in the world. And over the last 28 years, Ashu has experienced as an, has the experience of an, as an entrepreneur, leadership coach, author, motivational speaker, and chartered accountant. Can't forget that part. An authentic leadership expert and master coach, Ashu has partnered with many senior leaders and teams to reimagine possibilities and redesign a life of success and joy. While Paranita has a total of 25 years experience and, and a legacy of connecting with people and, has, and over that time has been most commended with her capabilities and overall precision of getting tasks completed and successfully. Her understanding of learning and development strategies and managing stakeholders is of high order. Welcome, ladies. So it's great, as I said, it's great to have Ashu and Paranita with me today. And we're, what we're talking about, and we're, our, our discussion is motivated by International Women's Day last Friday. So, and, and what, and I'll just give my perspective at the beginning, and it just, it's a conversation I had with a friend of mine uh, that always, always, it always sticks in my mind. Uh, a few years ago, and this, this lady was in the top 30 executives of her employer. Now that employer had over 100,000 staff and was in the top 10 or 15 Fortune 500 company. Um, and highly profiled, she'd go to the top 30 executive meeting. She was there, and I think one other one was there was HR. She wasn't the HR person. She was in a, a bit more of a male-dominated sort of aspect. Um, but the one thing she was saying to me, she found it harder to manage females than males. Uh, and she said some of the biggest problems, or the not harder, but more challenging, because the, the challenges she had women were trying to be someone else to break through the ceiling. So they actually tried extra harder because it was harder to, to get on in, in uh, their career. And so they'd either try to be male and act something like someone else. And she said it was always hard. She kept telling them, just be yourself. Just concentrate on being a better version of yourself, not trying to be someone else that you think you need to be to get that promotion. And she said the women were a bit more focused on that than males. Males still do it as well. But I think it was the, the added motivation that I'm, I'm a female and it's a lot damn harder because there's only one or two that seem to get the, the pat on the back and the upward spiral than, than, the, than, the, than the rest. So anyway, look, given that to, to start off with, um, I'll open the question to you. Uh, so what are some of the challenges that women do face with authenticity? Ashley, I'll give 
Thanks, Ross. Thank you. Uh, lovely to be here and a very happy Women's Day to all the women who are tuning in with us. Uh, some of the challenges that women face is firstly, when I started work life, I was the first woman professional to be recruited. So that itself says it all. <laughs> hey, that's it. See? <laughs> um, there was, it was a big, it was a boys club uh, who did not know how to adapt to the, I think the needs of a woman in terms of, you know, there are certain safety issues or other things that may come yeah, up. It's yeah. less to do with the working side by side as a professional. It's more to do with more uh, hygiene issues. Mm. Uh, so I think that's where the first thing came up. Uh, also, what I discovered was that what I have seen is organizations did not have that flexibility to understand the constraints or the ecosystemic issues that sometimes women have, uh, which could be social conditioning, which could be systemic, which could be uh, beliefs oriented. So the lack of mentoring as a to really emerge from those beliefs or to be supported on those, you know, like maternity leave is something yeah. which is in many countries is a very evolved concept, but it's something which has only grown more so in the last, I would say 10 plus years in India, uh, extending yeah. the maternity leave, bringing in the paternity concept. So there was not enough support as a woman. In fact, yeah. my interview with the, my, the partner when I joined was, we are a unisexual organization, so don't expect any preferences. So that was the first thing. you think, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> I mean, so that, it's, it's, it's funny because at the end of the day, once you start to talk about differences, it, in the mind, you'll think there are differences. So, like, to me, I try to coach executives, say, there is no difference. They're just people. Yeah. They're just, and you've got to respect the needs of all people, not, oh, we have male, we have, oh, we have young, we have old. They're just people. Yeah, so the good part was it, it uh, brought us all on this platform of being <laughs> just people, but the difficult part was that at times they went, were not able to see the fact that there were differences. Yes, yeah, so then it becomes a chance, right? I understand. Paranita, so what's, what's, what's been your impression of, of what else you were saying, but just some of your experience? Yeah, just to add to that. So while the system uh, does say that they treat everybody equally and they try and, uh, you know, give you that feeling, but in the way the leaders conduct themselves, your manager treats you, you clearly get to know that they're not treating you the same. Yeah, and for yeah. that, I think somewhere, I have a message for women to just be yourself. What we, we are also responsible for the way others treat us. So we try to constantly show that we're trying to measure up to a particular level or to a male counterpart, then we are unconsciously sending out a message that we are not good enough. Yeah, yeah. 
our actions, you know, they say actions speak louder than words. So we might say, I feel equal, but if you don't behave that way and you put in that extra effort to be someone you're not, yes. it's clearly yeah. going to be visible at some point. And it does. It, people, yeah. it, and it's, people actually sense it as well. It's, it's not just by what you say. It's just even in your body language, they know you're, you're putting, you're acting, right? <laughs> Whatever. Um, and it, it creates a bigger challenge. And sometimes um, you've got to modify, <coughs> excuse me, your reaction to, if you see someone trying to overdo it because you're a female, I think sometimes you overreact back. Um, yeah. if, you just, if you just let it go and think, the person's not really um, trying to have a go at you or, or think any, anything ill of you, they're actually, their intent is is a good intent. It just it doesn't work that, they're not skilled enough to, for the good intention to come in into a bit better sort of expression of behaviour. So you just got to let it go sometimes and say, well, he's trying, so the intent is good. It's just the delivery is damn terrible, but I don't get upset about the delivery. I'm more happy about the intent. To me, that's, and I have that conversation with, uh, people and I coach them occasionally as well. Uh, you just got to let some of that stuff go. Why get so serious about it? Just the intent was there, just the delivery wasn't. Right? No, and I, I guess you both experienced it. Yeah, no, uh, but it takes a lot of maturity and years of experience for people to look at the intent and not just the delivery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's true. I, I mean, uh, one has. Uh, experienced plenty of that and done plenty of that <laughs> so mm. and you know when you talk of just be yourself or be your authentic self i think one of the biggest challenges is not knowing what that means yeah true uh not knowing that does not mean just vocalizing what's in here in your head all the time and out being you know reactive all the time it uh, it really means being respectful to self and others so that's something which comes with time and understanding that being authentic does not mean just being candid and in your face. So, so true. Yes. yes. So that itself has, is a journey. Uh, and truly, yes, the aggression of having to prove it that I am no less than, but better than. I think that's the trap. <laughs> And forget about less than or equal to, I am better than these men around me. Mm, yeah. uh, is uh, purely, clearly a trap I had walked into. Uh, I stepped out of that, started working in organizations that were more at a even keel footing. But what I found was that there were also, you know, bosses who found it uh, were not very... Uh, open to having a work, a mom who wanted to work and who didn't economically need the money. Mm. So I've had them come in my face sometimes and tell me, you're a mom, you are, uh, you don't need the money. So why are you working? And, oh. and that itself now I, it's, you know, just seeing me as a human being with needs and not as a woman who needs to sit at home. Right. Uh, I've had a, one or two bosses even sit me down and give me a chat on how I've got it all wrong. <laughs> yes. Well, there again, the intent's probably yes. okay. The intent may be okay there. I would say it's spot yeah, on. Yeah, so the intention but, of 
<laughs> but it's a, but it's a, it's a very jumbled intent. I don't know what it is, but but it's it's just the and and I think that's changing as as the younger population take over uh, the more senior executive roles over time. So as as the older people, my vintage, sadly my vintage, start to retire off and disappear into the sunset, the newer thinking because the people are brought up with the newer thinking, it will gradually change. Um, You're right there. And I see it no, happening. Absolutely. You're right there, Ross. Um, as Ashush also mentioned, it was for our generation, uh, and of course I'm generalizing here, it was a little tricky, difficult to do that upward climb. For yeah. me, I jokingly say it was an Everest I mounted to show that I am okay being weak at times, okay being vulnerable, and I do not shy away from saying what I can do, what I can't, and yes. what, putting out my strengths. And as you rightly pointed out, the younger lot today is more fearless, uh, more courageous in showing up the way they are. They, they have no two uh, doubts about it, no two qualms about being themselves, which for me was really a journey. Yes, it's, and it's... It's that sort of uh, generational thing to a point, uh, but I've just taken what Ashley was saying before. Some people uh, I have to have to who are challenge who are challenging that I've coached sometimes say, "Well, I'm being I'm being authentic," but all they're doing is talking out of their head. <laughs> they, they just want to, they believe saying what you what you're thinking is being authentic, and and Ashley was right that authenticity comes from respect of yourself. Because when you respect yourself internally, then you respect others. It's when you stay in your head and you feel you need to say what needs to be said, that's a different, that's a different motivation. It's not authenticity. Authenticity is respecting yourself and then, then you can respect others. Because when I've got people to that stage of respecting themselves and they deeply think about feelings, I've never had any executive look me in the eye and say, yeah, but I still want to, I still want to rip his head off or her head off. They suddenly get a, a, a softer. Oh, okay, yeah, probably that was a bit, bit. <laughs> that was probably a bit rude or a bit violent or a bit aggressive. But when they're in the head, oh, that's no problem. That's the that's where you compete from. So they, they are no problem. He, he or she deserved that. See, that's. But when you get them down, no, maybe not. You know, like, it, and that's being authentic then because you respect yourself. And you and you and you then you can respect others because the people I'm talking about had a struggle with respecting themselves. That was the issue. Mm. Mm. You see, that's uh, Ross. Unfortunately, not something that is taught or known. Uh, it is not a part of our education, unfortunately. And I. That's not. And it is noticing this gap is what when you know I went through some of these challenging experiences. And I had seen the diverse boss uh, people or colleagues I had worked with, those who were very accepting, mature, and respectful, and those who were totally uh, with good intentions but misplaced behavior. <laughs> misplaced behavior. That's a good way of saying it, I think. Yeah. Misplaced behavior. <laughs> yeah. It's that, it's that which prompted me to say, hey, what can I do about this space? And got into the whole space of leadership coaching and today into authenticity because 
through that journey is how I've really understood that till you don't journey internally and experience and find yourself and your own answers, you really don't have a business to try and sometimes say something to another because you're really speaking from your head and you're just not listening. Mm. Um, and listening is a very, very cultivated, acquired skill. It's not, uh, we are all used to operating from our sensory perceptions of hearing and thinking we've got it and understood. Right. Right. Uh, so yeah, it is a very acquired. Uh, but you know, sh really shifting gears from there, I have seen women who, women bosses who are working and on the top and are extremely sometimes intolerant of their colleagues who are not able to do the same. Mm. Uh, so they call it, uh, I mean, they call it as a diversity initiative and I'm sorry I'm putting it out that way, but I think sometimes uh, they lack the empathy. Yeah. They, lack, they lack the empathy and they lack the awareness to see that not everybody is the same. And women bring in a lot of, uh, you know, in, uh, amazing attributes which complement others in the workplace. But it's not about how you, how much you are doing and what time. And I, mm. I think COVID has given us that absolute opportunity to deliver our best without necessarily being up there at all times. Yeah, that's that's true. I think that. Uh business the business world is starting to see that um, and the key is be there at all times you need to be there at some times um, but doesn't have to be there all time so you can balance things a bit easier uh, with lifestyle and family etc that's that's to me that's that's an important a aspect um, and I, I so I just I was about to say something because when you're talking there actually I thought oh I'll, I'll make that point but now it's gone out of my head. It's what you call uh, the uh, the old grey-haired old man. Is <laughs> suddenly forgotten what he was talking about. So what I'll do is ask you, Parani, have you got anything to comment what uh, Ashley was saying? Yes, I do. Uh, you know, I was very listening and very intently. And what came to my mind is how do we listen? We need to listen with not only our mind but our body and heart too. When I say that, That's what right. I mean is, you know actually presenting our whole being what we tend to do especially you know male woman anybody when you're at a particular position of authority you just use a lot of your mind space that's right and you miss out on spending time to listen in but the intent is there but the feel is not there so if, if intent doesn't meet the expression with the complete body and that's right yeah. your empathy lies then no matter what initiatives you drive, they're just not going to land because they're not meeting the heart space. Yeah, and actually, I thank you, Paranita, because that's exactly what I, because <laughs> what I was going to say was you first need to listen to your inner self because then that, that to me gives you the skills to be truly listening to someone and have the empathy with someone else because listening to yourself, it starts with self, always does. And so you hit it right on the head. That's so we're working, we're operating here as a good team here because we're, <laughs> we're on the same so page. Thank you for chipping in, Parinita, and filling yeah, that very good. gap that we you have. Feel, you made this this old aging man very happy that I can, that, that, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> just something that came to my mind. 
that came to me as as I heard Ashu, and I was and like, that's, that's there. there. That's it. You know? That's it. Because you've got to listen to yourself first, and uh, yeah. interesting stuff. So look. Um, I think on that note of uh, our congruency in our discussion, um, I'd just like to hand it over to uh, first Ashu and just to want to leave a, a comment to the podcast viewers or listeners. So I would uh, thank you, Ross, for that. And it, this was really a, a wonderful conversation. And I, on that note, I would say that cherish yourself and really celebrate yourself. I think we don't celebrate sometimes ourselves enough. That's true. That's true. And Paranita? Yeah. And cherish yourself by beginning with yourself first. Be compassionate, be kind, and constrict to yourself. Believe in yourself. Believe that you can and you are capable of doing what you can by being yourself. The key is being yourself. If you can do that, you'll be able to climb any Everest, scale any level of heights that you want, yes, both in yes. your career and personal space. Well, I'll just finish off and I, I, all I'm doing is agreeing again here, but it's, it is to be true to your inner self and be a, try to be the better version of you and not compete with anyone else, just be the mm -hmm. best version you can be. But when you're speaking to your inner self, that's where your true bravery lies. And that gives you the strength to keep doing it. So look, on that note, uh, I thank everyone for listening today on our International Women's Day, uh, what's the word, uh, special podcast. And until next time, and we have authentic expressions. Bye for now. Thank you for having us here and wishing everybody a great day and a great year ahead. Thanks, Paranita. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Ashley. Thank you, Ross. Thank you, Ross.